Hey, yo, 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 welcome to How to Write a Novel. So for these next uh, two or three episodes, I, I basically just made episodes way too long. Like the old episodes of this show generally aren't that long, mostly. But ever since it turned into a fucking travel vlog lately, they've gotten much longer. So I'd record an episode and then I'd be like, you know what, I should uh, record an extra little bit to put at the end, you know? Play a song at the end and then record another little bit. And then I realized, like, what, is it going to be a fucking two-hour podcast? This this doesn't need to be one episode. These can all be split up. So So for the next two or three episodes, um, you know, if I say shit like that, like, oh, in in the previous, earlier in this episode, you know, before the song... I'm really talking about last episode. I just basically took uh, a bunch of really long episodes and split them into shorter episodes. That's all. Just thought I'd explain that real quick. All right. On with the fucking adventure. On with the fucking rambling about traveling and writing. Hey, welcome to an addendum to this episode of How to Write a Novel. I hope you enjoyed Burning Brain by KMFDM, a modern-day classic. (laughs) It's been so neat in this hostel. I've only stayed in a hostel once, and it was uh, as I was leaving Amsterdam the first time I went, whenever that was, three years ago. The last, like, day, I think. Maybe it was two days? I just needed to squeeze in a couple of days to uh, get to my flight. And instead of an Airbnb room, I just used a little hostel. It was a little weird. But never long term. This is the first time long term, just because, you know, coming to Japan's expensive and the cheapest place. This place is actually a really good deal. It's like cheaper than Toronto. But it's this hostel thing where it's like, let me see. I guess I can count because the point is I'm here all by myself. One, two, three, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten little, like, bunk things in this one room. And when I first got here, I didn't realize it was, like, Golden Week, it's called. It's like a giant holiday in Japan. And it was nuts, man. It was just packed full of people. And it was the same time that I had this hacking cough, and it was, like, really embarrassing. I just always had so many cough drops in my mouth, because I was just like, please Don't cough. Don't be the coughing guy who's ruining everyone's fucking time trying to sleep. And I did okay, but I just, I literally had to just always have these cough drops in my mouth. Now, I'm fine, but there's also nobody here. Like, it's been great. Ever since then, this place hasn't gotten that busy. There's been, like, on the weekend, sometimes there'll be some people, and then they drift away. Sometimes it's just me and one other person, which is almost weirder. Because it's like we're just roommates who don't know each other. But a lot of the time I'm just here by myself and it's so cool because I couldn't have predicted this was going to happen. And to make this happen would be crazy expensive to buy out this whole place. Because there's also a room downstairs that's empty that's another six bunks or whatever. But there's plenty of times when it's just there's just nobody here. It's fucking awesome. It's just such a cool feeling to... uh have this whole place to myself just tons of washrooms and tons of showers it's way unnecessarily big and i'm just here all by myself for like whatever 
25 bucks a day, 27, I don't know what it is. Two-story building that just belongs to me. It's just a cool feeling. So today I just got up and nobody here but me fucking wander downstairs. There's a drink machine right outside the door and then like three more right across the street because of course because Japan's full of drink machines got up got a little coffee from the drink machine now I'm just getting ready to take a shower so leisurely but why I wanted to record this is because additionally two or three days ago something went wrong with the internet here and it's easy to find internet in Japan you know you can just go to any convenience store and stand in the parking lot and there you go you got internet so I was going to message the guy, but I was like, oh, let's just wait and see if he fixes it. Because when nobody new is checking in, like the people that run the place don't even show up. They don't even come in. It's literally just me. But I let it go for whatever, two or three days. And, and this is something I just forgot what this feels like to not have the internet. The last time I didn't have internet was a couple of years ago in Montreal. I stayed at this one Airbnb for a couple of weeks that didn't have internet. But it's very rare, like everything has internet, you know? The closest I kind of get to not having internet is like when I go home to visit my mom, because my parents don't really, especially my mom doesn't give a shit about internet, so I've got to actually plug the internet cord into my computer or whatever. But it's just an internet world. It's impossible to not have internet. It's just so tough to not have internet. But it feels so good, like now that it's been two or three days with no internet, like I still have internet, obviously, like I grab my laptop, I go to a coffee shop, I download whatever fucking, I got a little program that downloads YouTube videos and download whatever wrestling I missed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> grabbed some metric albums, you know, just did whatever I need to do on the internet. And then when I come home at night, I don't have the internet. I just don't have it. And in particular, again, just to uh, tell you more than you need to know about me, I'm sure I brought this up before, but man, just ever since the internet happened, ever since I was a teenager and uh, we got internet at home, it's been a, a nonstop just inability to quit porn. <laughs> it's awful. It's a thing that's really become, it's become a pretty well-known topic lately. This happened to a lot of people, you know, who, uh, I mean, it's just like any addiction. It's like, imagine if you are predisposed to drinking and there is a magical Harry Potter goblet full of alcohol floating in front of your face all the time. And all you need to do is like gesture and it will pour booze into your mouth, you know, like, how are you ever gonna not be an alcoholic when you've got magical booze in front of your face all the time. That's kind of what it feels like. It's like, how, how does like an internet porn addict quit internet porn when you always have the internet? You can't get away from it. It's magical. It's in the air. And I guess it's just starting to frustrate me because I've really made distinct efforts to quit or curb just like wasting every evening looking at porn. And it's just like, it's getting demoralizing, you know, it's like I just kind of can't do it. And I'm, it's especially obvious that it's kind of, maybe it's never going to happen unless I get rid of internet because it's so rare to not have internet that these times when it happens, and I just realize how different life feels is what I'm trying to say. It feels like the 90s again all of a sudden. It's like I do have some porn. I have some porn that I just had on my computer already. 
but it's limited. It's like back in the day when you just had like some magazines kicking around and it's just like it doesn't feel the same. It's not the same mania. It just it gets kind of boring and you're just like, okay, there's some porn. But there's not the compulsion. There's not this like, there's not like this compelling desire to just keep looking and keep looking and keep looking, you know, just being on the search, just feeding the little addict part of your brain. And it just feels so much normal, like so much more normal. Like I just kind of went to bed last night at a reasonable hour. There was no, no push and pull there. No question of should I stay up? And then woke up today, I didn't even turn on my computer. Okay, not even just porn. I mean, porn's a big thing, but even just social media. More and more, I just, I just don't like it. I'm like, I'm only following like 38 people on Twitter, and I'm like, I need to follow less. I hate the things these people retweet. I hate the things these people like. I hate it. I'm so done with social justice. I'm so done with these fucking people who think they're going to save the world, but they're dumb bullshit. I'm not opposed to saving the world. I am opposed to trying to save the world by harassing your friends online. And that's all fucking Facebook and Twitter is, is these fucking, these nothing warriors. These just like, look at all the cool shit I'm doing. Look how wonderful I am. Look at all the great opinions I have. You're not doing anything. You're talking to no one. You're just making me hate you. (laughs) Like, what is this? I'm really getting fed up with it. And it's, but it's like a compelling in the same way. It's still like a compulsion. It's just like, well, I got to check. I got to check my, check my mentions, check my shit. It's so hard not to. But if you don't have the internet, if you just don't have it, then the choice is just made. It's just made. It's not even a question. I didn't even turn on my computer because why would I? What am I going to do with it? And it's a completely different feeling to the morning that I never feel, (laughs) you know, because I always have internet and I always just, it's right there. If not on the laptop, then on the phone, you got to check the stupid shit. And it really just changes. I guess you wouldn't know it from the way I'm ranting right now and sounding like a cranky old battle axe, but I just felt much better today is why I wanted to record this thing. And there's a huge difference, I think, between trying to force yourself to behave a certain way and just not having an option. It's like in a video game. It's like, hey, there's an easy mode and a hard mode. Or like, okay, how can I explain this? It's like a game with a broken economy, say. It's like a game where, oh, it's way too easy to get money and it's way too easy to buy all these strong weapons that will ruin the game for yourself. And you have to convince yourself not to do it. You have to convince yourself not to take the easy way out. You have to convince yourself not to put the game on easy. doesn't feel the same as a game like Dark Souls where you don't have any choice. The game's just hard. You don't have any other option. You just have to do it. It's just a... Maybe that's not a good explanation. (laughs) But, But it really... I just... I'm gonna have to, at some point in my life, figure out some way to not have the internet. And I don't know how. Like, if I ever have my own house and my own apartment, you can be sure I will not have the internet. There's no fucking chance. But as long as I'm living with other people or around other people, like, there's just always internet. And I don't know how to stop it. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I guess I can try, like I was saying, like, I can try to get one of those internet blocking programs and just turn it on all the time. Like, is there a way I can get one that just makes the internet not work? until I leave the house and go to a coffee shop, but 
but it's I don't know I mean I can give it a shot but still if it's if it's something I turned on it's something I can turn off I can find a way to go turn it off and that's the point of being like an addict it's like I'm gonna find a way to turn it off it's not gonna work the only way it works is if it's not there and I just like it so much more it feels so much better it's just like ah ah fucking internet man it's ruining the world it's too much it's everywhere i heard this thing that uh, i really think is true like you know when you watch uh, like mad men and you're like what the fuck is this they're like drinking hard liquor at noon and they're smoking cigars all the time like they thought this was normal behavior this isn't okay this is crazy like what is the thing people are doing now that our grandkids are going to think is crazy and it's definitely social media and being connected way too much all the time is totally unhealthy and there's no way people in the future unless we become a hive mind and we just fucking steer into the swerve i think that's what people are going to be like this is fucking terrible don't do this you cannot do this to yourself probably caffeine and sugar and uh fried food and stuff too but i mean i think we've already got a pretty good handle on that it's pretty clear we're moving away from that but the social media thing man we are just just trapped in it people are on their phones everywhere everywhere you go everyone's looking at their phone all the time when you're walking down the street and there's like a person that is walking at quarter speed and is completely oblivious to everyone around them and is fucking up the flow of everything it's because they're on their phone people taking pictures all the time of nothing literally did i mention this that i've seen people lately take pictures of led advertisements i saw them in uh, amsterdam and in tokyo do this it's like a big wall-sized led that's just like tourism ads and stuff and people take pictures in front of that it's not even the real scenery it's an led screen they're just like look how cool this ad is look at this sweet ad i saw while i was on vacation and the only reason for these all these pictures is social media is just to post them and get a fucking thumbs up you fucking junkies you know i mean i got the porn addict thing but everybody's addicted everybody is fucking enslaved by this shit and if it doesn't seem like a big deal and doesn't seem like you're trapped in it just try to not have it for a while and just see how your life is different i like it way more way more so anyway <laughs> again you wouldn't know it from how uh, agitated and upset I am, but but this is wonderful. I'm in this place all by myself. It's just neat that it's all empty and open and big and cool, and it's like so cheap. And I just like have my own building for most of the time that I'm here, which is just cool. But yeah, the no internet thing. I like don't even want the guy to come fix the internet. I wish there was a way I could just keep this place internet free. Maybe that'll become like a, a benefit, a bonus. Maybe that'll become like an Airbnb thing. You can just like search for places that don't have Wi-Fi and that'll become like, like that, uh, that resort in the Fountainhead. There's like a chapter where they build this resort that, uh, the people who built it intended for it to fail because it wasn't, uh, communal and it wasn't, uh, like fun party time. It was like this place designed for people to just go be by themselves and get some quiet time and it ended up being a huge success but that was a problem because the people who built it actually thought they were making a terrible choice they thought they were making a thing everyone would hate 
they intended for it to fail as like a tax shelter, whatever. But yeah, maybe this would be like that. Like you'd think an Airbnb without Wi-Fi would be a negative, but there's got to be people like me that want that shit, that would prefer to escape the tyranny of the magical fucking filament of socialness that is <laughs> everywhere. Anyway, to make this slightly about writing, also, just a real quick little thing, but I also thought was kind of interesting, is I'm writing this chapter right now that is bad, and I know it's bad. This is the first time, I've got one chapter earlier in the book that as I was writing it, was this character remembering her aunt, and I'm like, you know what, this is probably gonna go. I'm pretty sure this is way too much memories about the aunt character who is long dead and doesn't really matter. Maybe I can seed some of this stuff into the story later. Probably this is going to go, but I'll leave it for the second draft. This time, I don't think this chapter is going to go. I just think it is kind of badly written, badly thought out. It's like, I'm going to need to fix this next time for sure. It's just a short chapter. It might actually go, because it's, it's weird that it's short. There's not very many short chapters, if any, in this book. This one is distinctly short, which might be a tip-off. But just as I'm writing it, I'm like, I don't... I'm really feeling a struggle here. I'm like, I don't like the wording of this. I don't like how I'm describing these things. I really kind of think this chapter's bad. But as I get closer and closer to the end of this novel, I mean, I'm kind of moving slower and slower. You know, it's getting heavier. It's getting harder. It's getting tougher. And I think I've really got to just keep pushing. That's why I'm like, okay, with the fact that maybe this chapter is kind of bad. I'm like, you know what? That's okay, though. I'm just going to keep moving. I'm just going to get to the end. I'm just going to keep going. I just got to get to the next chapter and hope things pick up and just keep pushing. But even if they're all bad, even if everything from this point on sucks, that doesn't matter. As things go, as the project gets bigger and bigger, and as I get closer and closer to the end... There's more and more of that weird fear that, like, what if it sucks? What if everyone hates it? It would be psychologically easier, in a way, to just stop. To just quit. To just give up. And I can't. I can't do that. I gotta keep going. It doesn't matter if this is kind of bad. It doesn't matter if this kind of sucks. Just gotta keep going. And it's a little weird, because I talk a lot about how I prefer to try to make things good. You know, I prefer to go at a slow pace try to ensure that what I'm writing is like of a certain level of quality it's not just spitting out a bunch of shit where in this case I'm still going slow but it's and it's not turning out really it's like there's something wrong here but I'm making this deliberate choice to just keep pushing just keep going because at this point it's more important that I get to the end I'm like three quarters of the way through and I don't want to fail. I don't want to stop. I don't want to quit on this project. I got to make it to the end. I'm kind of giving myself permission at this point that it's like, it's okay that you're not feeling this. It's okay that you think this might be bad. It is bad. It almost certainly is bad. That doesn't matter anymore. Right now, what matters is to not stop, to just keep going, just keep pushing, just keep going. So I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was like mildly interesting <laughs> that, uh, I guess that I've learned to sort of prioritize a little bit about uh, what's really important. And what's really important is to not quit. What's really important is to get to the end. It's just a first draft. Don't worry. Don't get demoralized because it's a little shitty. Just keep going. Just keep going. 
Also, you know, I guess one thing why I might be a little agitated and a little worked up is I am a little nervous today because, uh, man, I fucked up big time. Usually I just keep my uh, passport and paperwork and stuff in my book bag, and it's been fine in there for years. It's never been a problem. But because I was in this communal situation, especially when I first got here and there was like a lot of people, I just felt a little uncomfortable about leaving. It was my... Uh, social insurance number, my birth certificate, and my passport. All my big hitters, my heavy hitter identifier documents. Felt a little weird just leaving them in a book bag while I went out for the day in this room where there's just all these people that I don't know. And I'm sure it would have been fine. <laughs> and ironically, the problem was that I tried to be more secure. I was like, you know what, let me just bundle these up, put them in the interior pocket of my jacket. It's a really deep pocket and just leave them in there and that'll be fine. Big mistake, big mistake. I just, you know, I should have just left them in my book bag. I'm sure they would have been okay. But because uh, I'm not used to having them on my person all the time, I just kind of forgot that they were there, you know? And I don't know what happened to them. I presume they just fell out of the pocket at some point because it was like a hot day probably and I was carrying my jacket instead of wearing it. Maybe I you know, slung it over the back of a bench or something. I mean, there's still a very small chance that somebody went through my pocket and swiped these things, but I don't think so. I think realistically they just fell out of my pocket. And then two or three days later, I was like, wait a minute, weren't those things supposed to be in my pocket? Cause they're not in my pocket. Went through all my stuff and they're all gone. And I'm like, Oh, you idiot. Birth certificate, social insurance card, and passport. All gone. All in one fucking fell swoop. So today I gotta go to the Canadian Embassy and just see what I can do. See if I can get a replacement passport. If not, you know, it's not a big deal. I just won't be able to go anywhere else on this trip. I'll just have to go back to Canada. Really, I guess I just want to uh, announce them as lost. I'm still here for a while though. I mean, I can probably get a new passport. It's probably not even a big deal, but you know, it's a little embarrassing. It's a little uncomfortable. Gotta go. It'll be an interesting experience. Go to an embassy, see what this is all about. But yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little nervous about it, but even that too, it's like a combo, but I feel better about today because I had this nice internet free morning and stuff. And I don't know, I guess I'm just rambling again, right? <laughs> Let's just, Let's just, uh, fucking wrap this up. You need balance in your life. You do. I mean, it's really hard <laughs> to balance a modern life. We are, I think about this all the time, about how, like, the life that everyone, that all, that all of us are leading these days is absolutely a brand new and weird, insane kind of life. And we're always trying to figure out how to, how to do it right. You know, like, how do you, how do you do it? How do you deal with, um, with social networking and, like all all the entertainment that you could have, all, all the the weirdness of the modern world, the connections that we have, mobile technology, the stupid phone in my pocket that keeps on going off on on the show, um, you know, just all this. How do you deal with that? Like our parents didn't have to deal with that at our age. Like we're we're, we're like pioneers on the digital frontier, and you've got to figure out like what works for you. You know, no, yeah. I'm sure you've all heard like they've done studies that the internet lifestyle does mess with your brain. Like it. it totally messes up the way we think and we we literally are not thinking like the way our parents did like we, we we're our minds are so fragmented when we need like the stimulation I, I didn't used to have ADD but I feel like I do now 
Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, but sorry. Maybe, we need, <laughs> maybe we need our brain to change to be able to handle an alien's mm-hmm. land. Otherwise, it would mm-hmm. blow our minds. That's right. That's there's definitely too much of a good there's such thing as too much of a good thing and i wouldn't be surprised if you know 40 years from now people look back at the way that we embraced this stuff and they see a lot of it as like extremely unhealthy in the same way that we look (laughs) back at some of the things that our grandparents did like smoke like chimneys opium addiction eat nothing but like red meat work in coal mines yeah yeah as as you know dangerous or unhealthy you know I, i think eventually people will figure out how to have this stuff in their lives without letting it control their lives. Either that or we become absorbed into the Borg, which is probably just as likely. Back to the holodeck. Damn, yeah. Now I'm wondering what it is that we're doing that's so bad. Because I think <laughs> you're right. Because you watch, you watch like Mad Men now and you're like, good God, how could they possibly have thought this was okay? There's, there's definitely stuff like that happening today. Like I have no doubt that there is stuff that happens every day in your life that your like grandchildren will be like, oh my God. My grandpa was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have that perspective. <laughs> yeah, how could we? I mean, you know, what can we? It's me and the moon, she said 